What was the third pious? Chadashim Lektaris Boyu Veafisu. New Kayanim that never did Kataris before. They should come and do Kataris. We'll see in the Gemara why. Vaharavi, the fourth pious. Chadashim Imishanim could be new Kayanim and old Kayanim. Mimale, Evarim, Menakevish, Lemizbeach. Who brings the Evarim from the Kevish to Mizbeach? Because even though we said before that they bring the Evarim, but it's very interesting. They did not bring it in one shot. They made a two-step process to burn the carpet. First, they would bring all the avarim, leave it on the ramp, and then they would come back and bring it from the mizbech. So there was a, from the ramp to the mizbech. There was a separate pious to bring it from the ramp to the mizbech. Tana, the Bryce says, A person never did Kitaris twice. My time, or what's the Pshat? It makes you wealthy. Merely want to give everybody a chance to get his hand on the wealth. Now, what does wealth mean? Depends on the person. But it makes you wealthy. That you could know. Why does it make you wealthy? How do you know it makes you wealthy? It says you should put Kitaris in your nose, the Lashon of Kitaris, that the person brings Kitaris to their Bainishalalam. Uksiv Basrei. Baruch Hashem Chayloi, the Rebbeinu Shalom will bench Chayloi, your Chayel. Chayel is a lashon of wealth. Kaychi va'itzem yadi asalias ha'chayel hazeh. Chayel is a lashon of wealth. What is Chayel Gematria? Forty-eight. Zok the Gain. It's the forty-eight Kinyani Atayra. So a person could have two kinds of Chayel. Person could be wealthy in physical. A person, the guy says, Aishas Chayel, Miyimsa, the guy says, Aishas Chayel is Tayyah, 48 Kinyani Atayah. So a person could be wealthy in Tayyah, person could be wealthy in money. Some people have both. But Akapadim, usually it doesn't go together. Chazal stressed many times. Usually it does not go together. But Akapadim, person wants to get wealth. So it says, Baruch Hashem Chayla, person will get wealth if he brings the Kataris. The pod is a pasuk in Zayis Abracha. So the oil also haksev v'chalal amiz bechacha. It says right before the pasuk of Baruch Hashem Chelai. It says kolil amiz bechacha. Amalei hashchicha v'halei shchicha. If we have to pick which one is going to be rich, it has to be the one that's not shchiach. And it's a very important concept. Rashi says very important. Rashi to remember in your life. The love with Lashon of Rashi. Come on, where is it? Not everybody can be rich. You want to be rich, you got to do something different than everybody else. If you think, listen, not everybody else is getting up in the morning, why should I get up? You're right, but not everyone's rich. If you want to be rich, you got to step out of your box, and that's what the Torah is teaching us. It makes sense that it should be k'tayres because that's the only thing that is not shchiach, and it makes sense that wealth should come from something that's not shchiach. Amarava, once we continue the Psukim, the Gemara Dashin is the next Pasuk. You never find a Talmud Chacham that Paskins, Levi, Very interesting. A Talmud Chacham has to come to be a Pasuk. He should come from Shevet Levi or Shevet Yisachar. Levi, that's the Pasuk we just brought before. The next Pasuk says they should pask in the Mishpatim for Yaakov. So that's Levi. Yisachar, Ladas, Mayasi Yisrael. It says Yisachar is able to Ladas. They're able to know what Klai Yisrael should do. They're able to paskin Halacha Lamaisa. 
The Pasik says Yehuda is a Mechaikik. Mechaikik means a leader. Mechaikik means someone that paskins. So the Chayat sounds like Yehuda is able to shtelevek, to say laws, to paskin Shilas. To be able to come out from a Sugya, that's something that's unique to Levi and Yisachar. So we could all hope we're from Yisachar. He had a person to Yisrael. He could hope he's from Yisachar and assume that he's going to be to Paskin Shilas, but in order to Paskin Shilas, you have to be either from Levi or from Yisachar. So what's interesting is, we only listed the pious of Atomid. Now they brought Tmidim twice in the day. So who got, who won the Avaidis of the Tamid Shabbin Arbaim? The Tamid Shalshachar, we listed. What about the Tamid Shabbin Arbaim? So Abiyachanan says, Ain Mephaisin. So says they did not make a pious for the Talmud Shabbin HaBayim. So if a person won the pious, he struck a rich. He got the Shachris and the Arvis and the Ben HaBayim. That's our Abiyachanan. says we pass like There was no separate pious for the Talmud Shabbin HaBayim. In fact, you want to the Mishnah says, the Brisa says, that you do a pious shachris in the afternoon. That's talking about Katayris. Katayris is brought in the morning and in the afternoon. So Mela Katayris makes a person wealthy. So they wanted to give everyone a chance. So they didn't give the same kind in the morning, the afternoon. Rather, they made a new pious. So that's what the Brisa is talking about. Arvis, Loi is a Lashin Zachar, is a Lashin of the Tamad, the Tamad is a Lashin Zachar, Kitaris would be a Lashin Akeva. So, Fred Tigmar, just like you make a pious for him, Shachis, you make a pious for him, Pain Arvis, Akimar Imala, change the gears to La, we're talking about the Kitaris, and the Kitaris is La, Shachis, and La Ben Arbaim. Beltanya, Kishem Shemafaisim, Loi Shachis, Kach Mafaisim, Mafaisim, Loi Arvis, O Kishem Shemafaisim, La Shachis, Kach Mafaisim, that you are Mephias for both of them, for Shef, for the Ketayus, and for the Talmud, because it says Loi and La. Also, again, with the Kashi, you see that there was a separate pious for the Talmud, Shemin Abayim. Omer Av Shmuel Barav Yitzchak, Hacha Bimat B'Shabbos Haskinon, Hoyol Mishmaris Mishachachis. We're talking about on Shabbos, that they used to change the Mishmaris, like we learned earlier. So Mela, they couldn't use the same person that did it in the morning, was not around in the afternoon. They had a new Mishmar in the afternoon, and a Mela in the afternoon, they had a new, uh, they had a new pious for the new Mishmar that did the Tamid Shabbain Harbay. According to the Havamina, that they used to make a separate pious for the Talmud Shemin Abayim. So how does it stem with the Mishnah? The Mishnah says there were only four piyasas in the base of Mikdash. According to this, there should be more than four. Even in the Havamina, the Gemara thought everyone comes in the morning. They wouldn't make a separate pious for the afternoon. They would make one pious for the in the morning, and the whoever zayche in the morning and zayche in the afternoon would be zayche in one shot. That was the half meaning of the gemara. But the maskanas gemara that's not true, and they did not make a separate pious for the afternoon. Rather, the person that was zayche in the morning won the won the lottery, and he get the morning and the afternoon, the morning tamid and the afternoon tamid. Who was the fourth pious? They were everybody that brought up the Evarim, 
from the Kevesh to the Mizbech. There was a separate pious for everybody to bring the Ivarim from the Kevesh to the Mizbech. Now Rashi learns it was the same person that did both. It wasn't, it wasn't, the, there were 13 Karanim in the morning, but in the afternoon, there was only, the, what, not the afternoon, in the, in the person that brought it up to the Mizbech, he was one Kain, he won the pious, and he brought all the Ivarim to the Mizbech. That is the Tanikama. That is the Mishnah. Now the Gemara says the Mishnah is not like a Blaz Minyakov. This isn't like a Blaz Minyakov. The Tanya Blaz Minyakov Aimer Hamalei Varim LeKevesh Hu Malai Sanlem Mizbech. A Blaz Minyakov says the one that brings the Varim up to the Kevesh, he is the one that brings it up to the Mizbech. There wasn't a separate pious. They used to, what they used to do is they, they still broke it up. Meaning the thirteen Kainim or the line Kainim, whatever it was, put it on the Kevesh. Then they went away. Then they came back and the same Kain put it on the Mizbech. It wasn't a different Kayin. It was the same Kayin. What's the Machlechus? You want to make Beroivam, so we bring some Kayinim to do the morning and then some and another Kayin to do in the afternoon and that's considered Reivam which really if you think about it it's amazing because it's only one extra Kayin they had nine Kayinim that did it or whatever it was depending on the nine Kayinim Pashas did it in the morning and they had one Kayin that did it in the afternoon that's Reivam already when you have an extra guy to do it that's already considered Reivam that's the Gemara's Mavur but Agabam according to the Tanakhama that's Reivam Umar Savar and Abelaz Minyakov holds no Mokim Shechina Lav Eirech Aira it's not proper <coughs> for the Mokim Shechina that there should be a, um, oh, that should look like I'm putting it down, I'm leaving it for somebody else to do, I don't want to finish the job, <clears throat> even though this technically is a mile of Ravam, but for me, I got to finish my job, I have a chiv to do it properly, and if it looks like I'm leaving the Ivarim on the Kevish, and I'm going away, and somebody else is going to come and take over, it doesn't look nice, but Malkam Nishchina, and Amel Datsabalaz Minyakov says there was not a separate pious, they did break it up, meaning they put it down, went away and came back, but it was the same person, so it shouldn't look like he's not interested in finishing the job. So now, according to Blazman Yaakov, we have a problem. We don't have four piyasas, because you need to have four piyasas. According to Blazman Yaakov, there wasn't a new guy. It was the same Kayan that took it in the morning, took it again, not in the afternoon, but took it again to Yimakter it. So the Chaya, according to Blazman Yaakov, you're missing piyasas. If you remember, we had Shittas of Yehuda on Chav Hayamad Beis. Rabbi Yehuda says there was no separate pious for the Machta. Remember, we had the Ketairis consisted of bringing the Ketairis and then bring a Machta, bring a fire pan full of coals. Rabbi Yehuda says there was no separate pious for the Machta. The same Kayan took both. So Rabbi Lazim and Yaakov cannot hold like Rabbi Yehuda. And the Gemara explains, For lo Rabbi Yehuda islay to Rabbi Lazim and Yaakov, deim kein batsruluhu piyasis. Because if they both hold of each other, then you're going to be missing a pious. If Rabbi Yehuda is missing one pious for the Machta, he holds there's no pious for the Machta. So he obviously has to hold that the fourth pious is going to be for the person that takes up from the Kevesh to the Mizbech. Rabbi Lazim and Yaakov that holds there was no pious for the person that takes up from the Kevesh and Mizbech he's obviously going to hold not like a Yehuda and he's going to hold that there was a pious for the Machta and everything's beautiful either the fourth pious was for the fire pan or the fourth pious was for the person taking up the Yivarim from the Kevish to the Mizbech and Amela Rabbi Yehuda our Mishnah obviously holds like Rabbi Yehuda there was no separate pious for the Machta and the Rebbe Yaakov hold does not hold like Rabbi Yehuda and he holds there was a separate pious for the Machta if you're going to find a Tana somewhere in Shas that says there were five 
piyasis in the base hamikdash. Hayo to like Kablas ben Yaakov, who to like Rabbi Yehuda. He doesn't hold like Kablas ben Yaakov, and he doesn't hold like Rabbi Yehuda. Meaning he holds that there was a pious to bring it up to the mizbech, and he holds that there was a pious for the machta. So if you add them all together, you're going to end up with five piyasis. If you're going to find such a tana, which we will find in a few minutes, if you're going to find such a tana, then you should know that that tana. We might not find it, but we'll see a remez to that concept. Because there is a tana that holds. Not like a blessed Yaakov, not like a Yehuda, and he holds there were five piyasas. Zok the Mishneh Tamid Karev Betisha. The Tamid was Karev with nine Evar, with nine Kayana, meaning the people that took up, we really said 13 before, but we're talking about from the people that took up the Evarim. There were nine Kayanim that took up the Evarim. The Tamid had to be a sheep. Other Karbanas could be a ram, a cow, a goat. The Tamid had to be Dafka, a sheep, a young sheep. That's what the Tamid was. So the Tamid was always carved with nine, or sometimes it was Basar with ten, sometimes Bachrasa with eleven, and sometimes Bishpin Masar with twelve. It ran from nine to twelve. Ketzad, how does that work out? So it must be something very interesting. You got a little ideas about how the basic mikdash worked over there. Atzmai bitest. The carbon itself, the tamid itself, was always nine. Bechag on sukkis. Biyad echad tzloiches shomayim. One kain brought the tzloiches of water. Harekan asara. So you end up with ten because there was an extra kain because the nisa chamayim happened together with the tamid. So you have ten. Bein harbayim every single afternoon. Biyachad asar they had eleven. Why? Who asked my betisha? The Talmud was nine. Who shnayim biyadam shneig zireitzim? There were two kain, and each one held a log. They used to bring two logs in the afternoon, even though in the morning they also brought two logs. But we said in the beginning of the parak that those logs are brought by the person that won the Chuma Sadash and he got the logs. So there was no separate kain for that. But in the afternoon, there were two separate kainim that brought the shneig zireitzim. So that's why there were eleven kainim every afternoon. Bishabbos on Shabbos also biyacharasa. There were also eleven in the morning. Who atzma betisha? The the tarmid itself was nine. Who shnayim biyadam shnei bezicha levaina shalachem apadim. We had this in the beginning. In the beginning of the fifth parak in Psachim, we discussed when they brought the bezicha levaina. Now the bezicha levaina was brought by two separate kainim. Used to bring it on the mizbech. So that came in the morning. So you have the tarmid with nine. And you had the two bezichim, which were another two, which made it eleven. When Shabbos falls out in the middle of Sukkot, so you have you have eleven because of the bezichim levaina, and you have an extra one because of the nisach hamayim, and a male of that, so you end up with twelve. That is the cheshbon in the Gemara. When did they do Nisa Hamayim on Sukkot? Did they do it in the morning and in the afternoon or only in the morning? Nisa Hamayim came together with the carbon tablet. See, if they did it in the afternoon, we have a problem because in the afternoon you always have the two Gazirim, so you always have 11. So why does the Gemara have to find the case of 12? To say Shabbos on Sukkot, you have Pazichin and you have Nisa Chamayim. I have very good, you don't have to come in Shabbos, a regular afternoon. They had two extra kainim to bring the logs, and then they had another kain to do Nisa Chamayim. So there was always 12. So that's going to be the Gemara's discussion. Interesting, this is not a sugya in Sukkah, this is a sugya in Yuma. This shows a person is Tamil Chacham. You ask somebody, when did they do Nisei Chamaim? So he opens Mesech Sukkah, he can't find it. It's a Gemara in Yuma. The Gemara in Yuma discusses when they did Nisach Hamayim on Sukkah. It's very interesting. The Gemara says, Ein menaschim mayim, Omer Rabbi Yisem Rabbi Yisem Rabbi Yechanan, Ein menaschim mayim mechag, 
Ella pe tamid shel shachar. They only did nisa chamayim once by the tamid shel shachar. What's the raya? Mimai from our Mishnah. Midikatani v'shabes shabesecha chag v'yad achat slecha shamayim. It says on Shabbos and Sukkot. One person held the tzleich hashemayim. If you're going to tell me in the afternoon, minaschin. If they did in the afternoon also, bechayol namashkachasla. You could have twelve during the week too. You have two with the with the gzirim, and you have another one for the nisa chamayim. So obviously you see nisa chamayim was only done in the morning. Now why don't you just look at the pasuk and see what does the pasuk say when the pasuk talks about nisa chamayim? Look at the pasuk and see. Does it say the morning? Does it say in the afternoon? What does that hold about? That we don't look at yet, so it's not fair. But what does Elam hold about this Shaila? There's no Pasuk. Very good, Mayor. There is no Pasuk in the Torah of Nisa Chamayim. Nisa Chamayim, if you look in the Torah, you will not find it, which is the reason why the Tztukim did not believe in Nisa Chamayim, because the Torah does not say anything about Nisa Chamayim. There's a hint to Nisa Chamayim. We'll see in Bez Hashem. We're going to learn. We're going to know Mesecha Sukkah in Sukkah's David that won't be Nefalas in Yerushalayim. Yerakadosh! Bez Hashem. But at the bottom of there, we're going to see the Nisa Chamayim is not a Pasuk. It is only a drush, not only a drush, but it's a drusha. And for that reason, we're going to see in a second what happened. But the Tzukim did not believe in Yisrech HaMayim, and that's the reason why Abiyachanan came Amish out of the blue. He has no Makar for this. I mean, he has a Makar for the Mishnah. But you would think such something so elementary, instead of a Brisa, should have something. It's not Mephurish, because it's not Mephurish in the Tire. So it's Mamish open-ended. So Abiyachanan had to prove for Mishnah and Yuma. That's why it's not a Gemara in Sokka. It's a Gemara in Yuma, because the Mishnah is in Yuma. Now the Gemara brings another Mishnah. I also have a Braisa. They used to tell the Menasech, Hagbeya Yodecha. Lift up your hand. The Menasech, he was standing on top of the Mizbech, so you couldn't always see what he was doing. So sometimes he does it like low, you wouldn't be able to see what he's doing. So they told him, lift up your hand, so we'll see what you're doing. Why? Shepah Machas, one time. Nisach al-Gabi Raglov, he poured it on his feet because he was at Stuki. He didn't want anybody to chap. He didn't believe in Nisach Hamayim. This Stuki mamish from a from So the mamish didn't want it to chas sham. They shouldn't spill it on the mizbeach. So he spilled it on his feet. Virogmuhu kal ha'am be'asrayim. Everybody stoned him with their asrayim. So he sent out a text last night. Who got stoned in the base of Mikdash? So I was afraid everyone would think they were talking. After I sent the text, I'm going to get back text. Who got shikar in the base of Mikdash? And some mataka sent that back. But I upon it, no one else did. I guess everyone just thought it. But after I read it, I said, huh? Yanai. What happened with Yanai? He's the one who poured the water on his face. Well, it doesn't say Mephush. It says Yanai? The Gemara doesn't say Mephush who it was. Huh? The Gemara doesn't, doesn't, doesn't say Mephush who it was. It was somebody. The Mishnah doesn't say Mephush who it was. Back upon him was at Stuki, and the male, they stoned him. And it says they stoned him with their Esraigim. Now, why do they stone him with their Esraigim? Why does it have to say that they stoned him with their Esraigim? Obviously, we're coming to stress that it happened in the morning. In the afternoon, no one's holding their Esraig anymore. But in the morning, everyone's holding their Esraig. So why does the Mishnah stress that they stoned him with their Esraigim? So the reason why the Mishnah is stressing that is to tell you that Nisa Chamayim takes place in the morning, and that's the reason why it stresses Shmamina. So you see from this story, interesting, that's the Gemara makes a this Gemara, we would never make this diak. But the Gemara makes a diak that the Mishnah says, obviously it means in the morning, that is the Gemara's right. Whoever's on Zoom should please mute themselves because the people that watch, people that watch it afterwards complain that it's too noisy. So whoever's on Zoom, please mute yourself. Huh? Oh, so or, or they really cared. 
One or the other. Either Sargim weren't so expensive, or they really cared because if Mamish meant the, very, meant the world to them. So they were willing to throw their Sargim out. Oh, that's another ride, yes, true, yes. They weren't holding the asking in the afternoon, yes, a good ride. <laughs> Zogged, huh? Why? Oh, without a bit of <laughs> No, it's cut. Maybe they obviously have to get a new one. Zogged to Gemara, Tanya, B'Shim Ben Yechayaymer, Minayin, Le'Tamid, Shalbein Ha'arbayim, Shaton, Shnei Gzir, Eitzim. How do you know the Tamid Shalbein Ha'arbayim needs two Gzirim, B'Shnei Kayanim? With two kainim, Shenemra, the Pasuk says, the Archu ate him. The Pasuk says, Alashin Rabbim, the Archu. Imena Inyan, the Tamit Shal Shachar, Tirsev, Uvira Lea Kain ate him. If the Pasuk not coming to say the Tamit Shal Shachar, because the Pasuk already says that you should put wood on the fire, why does the Pasuk have to repeat the Archu ate him? Obviously, because the Pasuk says, Bira Lea Kain ate him a biker, a biker, which is talking about the morning, the Archala. So the Pasuk of Aruch is coming to tell you that you need two Kayanim for the Tamit Shemayin Abayim. Again, in Tamit Shoshachah, there was no two Kayanim. It was just the Kayan that did the Shuma Sedashim. Rather than Abayim, there was two Kayanim. Maybe they're both referring to the Tamit Shoshachah. The Torah is saying, first do Gzirim and then do it again, do it twice. Because these Psukim are not clear. This is a Pasuk that it says in the Carbon Tamid, which really originally talks about only Tamit Shoshachah. So maybe it's talking about only Tamit Shoshachah and you need to do it twice. His ubier uh, ubier. Okay, just two different cases. But ubier ubier. It should say ubier twice. Why does it say ubier and then ve'archu? Why does it switch the words? So Melo, that's why it switches it to tell you that once tamit shashacher and once tamit shemina ve'archu is talking about tamit shemina ve'bay. If we'd only say Obir, you would think it has to be Dafka one Kayan, not two. Kamash Malan Dinyavit Trey. So Mela Dinyavit Chad, Dinyavit Trey. The Pasuk is coming to tell you first it says Obir to say one Kayan does it. Then it says Varcho to say another Kayan does it. So the Chaya, obviously it's a. Uh, it's it's l'chayer. You should never l'chayer. You have no raya to the tamid shemin erbayim. Maybe it's talking about the tamid shel shachar, and it means first one kain should do it, and then two kainim should bring two more logs. Im kainim ekar ubier ubiaru. The pasuk says it should say ubier, and then it should say ubiaru. It should say the same word twice. Inami ve'arach ve'archu. One kain and then two kainim. My ubier ve'archu. Why does it say one kain and then ve'archu and then a bunch of kainim? Shema mina, we see from here that one is Tamid Shoshachar and one is Tamid Shalbein Harabayim. So, and that's the right, that's what we pass in the Shema mina, Kidikamina, that's what we pass in the Maisa, that in the Bein Harabayim there was two Kainim that did the, um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the Gizraites. Tani Abchia, pious, the pious of the Tamid, Pamim Yud Gimel. Sometimes it had 13, meaning all together. The Avayda consisted of 13. That was on a regular day. Pamim Yud Sometimes it had 14 for the Nisa Chamayim. Pamim Tezvav. Sometimes it had 15 on Shabbos when they had the two for the, um, for the, for the law, for the two bezichim, pam tezayin. Sometimes you have sixteen when it was Shabbos on Sukkot, so you have the two gezirim and you have the, uh, the you have the two. I'm sorry, the two bezichim, the two levaina, 
and one Nisa Chamayim. That's 16. That's the max that Reb Chia could come up with. One Brisa says 17. L'chaya, how do you get 17 from? That is going now like Ablaz Minyakov, rather like Abihuda, meaning there was another Kayan that took the Evarim from the Kevesh to the Mizbeach. So that's if you hold like Abihuda, I'm sorry, if you hold like Ablaz Minyakov, so the fourth pious was someone that did the Ketaris, that did the Machta. So that's out of the Cheshman. That's not part of the Cheshman of the Talmud. That if you hold like our Mishnah, not like Ablaz Minyakov, like the Mishnah, like Abihuda, so then it's going to end. There's another Kayan that takes the Evarim from the Kevish and the Mizbech. So he was the 17th Kayan that participated in the Tamid Shabain Ha'arbayim. And Mela, that is the Cheshman the Gemara, that, that ended up being 17 Kayanim, according to the Shita, 17 Kayanim, Gematria, Toiv, the amount of days from Lagbaimer to Eshvus. Zak to Heilige Mishnah, Ayel, Karev, Biachadasar, the Ayel is Karev with 11 Kayanim, a regular Ayel, this is not talking about the Tamid, a regular Ayel, regular Ram, needed 11 Kayanim, HaBasar Bechamisha, the Basar had 5 Kayanim, HaKravayim, VaHasoyles, VaHayayin, Bishnayim, Shnayim. They were an, they needed an extra kayan for the kravayim, the soilus, and the yayin because it was heavier. It was an aisle, and the soilus there was more soilus, and there was more yayin. So mela, you get two kayanim each, and it ends up being an extra instead of being uh, a, a nine, it ends up being eleven. So that's by an aisle. Par kayev be esrim ve'arba. A par needs twenty-four kayanim. Harosh ve'haregel. The roish and the regel. Again, we're going to break it up into into different pieces, and we're going to see how it ends up with twenty-four. Harosh be'echad one kayan because the par is very big. So the roish one kayan carries the head. Ve'regel b'shnayim, and the regel is taken with two kayanim. Ha'okitz ve'regel the tail and the left foot. Ha'okitz b'shnayim the tail is needs two feet. The needs two kayanim. Viharegel Pishnaim and the foot, the left foot needs also to kainim. Hachazav Hagera, Hachazav the chest is beachad with one. The Hagera Bishlash and the Gera was with three. Now we might not think that these Avarim are very big, but the way the Gemara Mishnais and Tamid explained how they used to break it up, it ends up being that there was a lot of a lot of meat. Not, it wasn't just the tail. There were a bunch of things that came along with the tail, and Amel, that's why it was more. And over here the Gera also had a bunch of things hanging off of it, so Amel needed three. The two, four, the two hands were two. The two sides were two. They needed three because the uh, par had more, it was heavier and it had more soilus and more yayin. They needed three. So this was the amount of kainim they used to bring when it was a carbon seber. This is the amount of kainim that they used. This is only if it's a public carbon, so then they divide it amongst the carbon. But let's say a person brings a carbon. How does it work when you bring a carbon to the base of Mikdash? Do you get to choose, or do you, does it get split amongst the carbon? And the Allah is, you get to choose. You could pick one carbon, give him the jackpot, he could bring out, he could do all the avidus of your carbon without a problem, because it's your it's your carbon, you have a right to decide. Whoever wants, whoever he wants to be makiv, he could be makiv. And the same thing, if a kayan brings his own carbon, he could bring the carbon himself. He doesn't have to give it over to anybody else. The hefshed vinituach, hefshed is skinning the animal, nituach is cutting up the animal, whether it's a carbon seber, whether it's a carbon yachid, they're both. 
both the same. What does it mean they're both the same? It means, so let's see the Gemara, Zatimar, Tana, Hevshetan, Vinituchan, Shavin, Bizar. The Allah is, even though the, the Avaidus in the base of Mikdash in the carbon has to be done by a Kayan, Hevshit, Vinituach was the exception. Hevshit, Vinituach could be done by a Zar. You don't need a Kayan, Tafka, to do the Hevshit, Vinituach. Even a Zar can do it. And that's what the Mishnah means. Hevshit, Vinituchan, Shalai, Shavin. It's coming to say that it could be done by a Zar.